Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Media Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we talk about everything life, love, oh, I mucked that up, love, loss, life and the afterlife. Uh, I hope you guys are all well. I am getting much better. Thankfully, I have been so sick. Today, I haven't been so sick. I just had a bloody cold, but it just stayed for ages. Today, anyway, back to the program. Today's Mediumship Monday, and just for a change, I would like to talk about some of the most amazing readings that I have ever done, and I just want to share them with you. And it's going to be a, a quick one today because I have a very busy week, but I thought you might like to hear about some amazing things. Okay, the first little fellow I want to talk about is a little man named Cooper. Now, young Cooper, unfortunately, was killed as a two-and-a-half-year-old in an accident. Um, and in the accident, I believe it was his uncle um, and I'm not sure if it was his dad or not, was driving. I met Cooper through his grandmother originally, and this is way back in 2008. And I did this reading, and in 2009, I decided to um, start doing what I call my bereaved parents club and every time I found a bereaved parent I would give them a free reading and a a, a grief chat um, once a month and I did that for about oh, about a year and a half I had about 30 to 30 40 mothers I was dealing with which was my way of giving back and saying thank you for voting for me for the one but anyhow that's where I met Cooper but I started to work with his mum eventually now, Cooper was a feisty little fella and I always recognised him when he, when he came through on readings. But one of the things that was really quite amazing was one day, um, now this was probably be about three years after I met him the first time, I had a reading with a young man. Now, at those times I was doing face-to-face readings and this young man came to my home and um, he walked in and I sat, he sat down and I said, are you here for a young male? And he said, yes. I said, is this like a son or a nephew to you? He said, a nephew. I said, this is Cooper. And it was. This was Cooper's uncle. And he had he just about fell over. The poor bloke. I really, really felt sorry for him because he just about fell over. And I really, really um, – and he was just so – thrilled and the reading was amazing because they did have a very good relationship this uncle and this nephew anyway years went by and by this time I'm living here in Stanny and I'm doing online readings and I don't really pay attention to names and um and this time I, I have another I have a young male again I didn't recognize this young male from 10 years ago I didn't recognize the name that's a long time ago you know what I mean Anyway, and I, as soon as he sat down or as soon as we opened up the Zoom room, I said, hold on. I said, are you Cooper? Are you related to Cooper? <laughs> and he said, yes. I said, you're Cooper's uncle, aren't you? And he said, yes. I said, but you're not here for Cooper. You're here for your dad. Yes, and he was because his father had also passed. So, you know, um, Cooper is one of my little spirits who – I always recognise, another one I always recognise is a young lad called Jesse. I love Jesse. Yeah. Unfortunate accident with him, with his family and um, terrible, terrible, terrible thing happened to his family and I met his family at a show six weeks after he had passed away. 
And I remember, I remember seeing them in the audience. They stood out. It was like there was a great big spotlight on them. There really wasn't, but in my head there was. And I went first to Jesse's mum. I said, I can't read you. I said, you've uh, you got too much grief. And I said, where is Michael? <laughs> anyway, so Michael was the uncle. Anyway, so I did the reading for Jesse. Now, I may have actually spoken about this before, but I did this reading. Jesse came through very, very well. Um, Jesse's mum was not good. And she was very heavily pregnant. And I could tell that she was, I, well, Jesse told me that she was wanting to, she was going to take her own life after she had that baby. And I believed him. And um, so I, I went home and I created a workshop that cost $30. Was it free? I did it for free because I wanted them to come. And I invited her and her husband. And I, no, my, my, I might have charged a little bit, but it wasn't much. And her and her husband came down every Thursday. And I like to think that that um, <laughs> Jessie's mum was saved because I just couldn't let her go. I just couldn't – I couldn't let her go. It's not the first time it's happened either. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, a few weeks after I met Jessie's mum the first time, I went down to a town called Orange about 1,500 kilometres away from where Jessie lived. And I went straight to this, this older man in the audience and um, I said, I've got a young man coming through for you. And he said, yes. And um, there was a bit of confusion because he also had a son in spirit. Uh, I said, but no, no, no. I said, not, no, no, no. I said, this is not a baby. This is a, this is a kid. I said, this is Jesse. And it was. It was Jesse. And every time I saw Jesse's parents and have seen them, he always pops in and tells me some news that they have. Um, now, they've gone on to have about another three or four kids, I think, since Jesse passed away. They were such a strong family. And I'm so glad I was able to help them. But, you know, and I, but I do that. I, I, I've done this in the past many times. Is I will do anything for my bereaved parents. Oh, I, I'm not so much now because I'm getting tired. But, man, there's some people I pull out all stops for because I just – I can feel them going, you know. I can – I know what they're doing. Now, this also happened to me another time. And it broke my bloody heart. A young couple in um, Mackay, unfortunately – their son, their little two-year-old, once again, had been um, he had been uh, hit by a car by a family friend and he didn't survive. And I met this young couple at another show and I looked into the eyes of the husband. I said, don't you dare. He says, you can't stop me. I said, please don't you dare. Please don't you dare. He says, you can't stop me now. I was on tour and um, his wife messaged me so many times. I said, look, I'm just about home because it was when I was doing the long tours. He beat me to it. He took his own life to be with his son. And uh, I always felt like I failed that family a little bit, but I know it wasn't up to me and I know that people go when they're meant to go. I understand all that, but I always felt a little bit like I failed that young, young Jackson, his name was. And I know his dad's name and I know his mum's name because they're imprinted on my soul is what they are. I will never forget them. I meet many, 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 many spirit children. I meet them all. They've all died in different ways. But they all have a bit of a special place in my heart. And they are absolutely amazing at the lengths they will go to to get to their mum. It, it's, it's incredible what they will say and do to get to their mum and their dads to reassure them that they're okay. Unfortunately, men don't believe in mediumship as much as women. So therefore, they don't get the same relief as um, women do. They dismiss it as hocus-pocus. Men tend to seem to want to, you know, 
drink their beers and uh, just sit in the shed when someone when one of their kids dies. They don't. They're not as proactive in healing as their as their wives are. Another one I had was a um, a young girl who had been murdered, and she had been strangled. She was amazing. She was such a strong spirit. She came flying through. Absolutely amazing. Oh, the information was so, so real. Now, one of the problems, though, was she had been murdered four years before I met her and um, and her mum was focusing so much on her murder. Her, um, and I did a workshop, her mum came to the workshop and her mum was walking around with the autopsy report four years after the fact. Four years after this terrible thing had happened, the person who had taken this young lady's life, had been put in jail, was still in jail. But mum couldn't let go of the actual death. And she was the first spirit who told me. And every time my mum talks about the death, my death, in the way that she perceives it to be, it's like, it's not like I have to go through it again, but it's like I'm reminded of my death again and again because I am attached to my ma and she's not letting go of the death and she's not embracing my life. So I gave the mother that message. Wow. Bang. She dropped it like a hot potato and she healed. She is so inspirational now. I'm still friends with her. Uh, she is so inspirational. I am so, so chuffed with how far she's come. I've kept in contact. Her life is amazing now. And I am so very, very glad, so very, very glad that, that her daughter spoke up and told me those words because that's what she was hanging on to. That piece of paper that she was walking around with was what she was hanging on to. So, you know, so the spirit children are absolutely amazing in, this, in the lengths they will go to to get to their people. Now, I remember another time I did a show at uh, Gladstone in Queensland and at that time in the tent, and I come to this woman and I said, your mum's coming through. I said, she wants your father here. And he said, she said, the daughter said, she won't come. He won't come. I said, she's not going to come through unless you get your father here next year. And that's what the, the spirit said. Can you bloody believe the next year, the very first reading, was that gentleman's wife. She came through immediately and she went straight to him. It was incredible. And people who'd been in the audience the previous year just went, oh, my effing God, what? So it was absolutely amazing. And I will never, ever forget that as long as I shall live. Um, I found it was absolutely incredible. And I um, loved being a part of that. Um, to say that the husband and the daughter's mouths were basically hanging off the ground is an understatement. Um, but that that was something incredible, absolutely incredible. So I, I really, really adored that reading so very, 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 very much. There's been so many readings, it's really hard to um, pick. Um, I did a reading quite recently, actually, and it was one of those readings. It was a, a dad coming through and... Um, and it was just, I can't even remember because it's recent. Unfortunately, guys, I forget a lot of my readings, which I really hate because I wish I could remember them all, but I just can't. Um, and this was a dad coming through and it was he was coming through for a mom, a, a daughter and a son. And I knew that one of those kids were pregnant. Well, one of those kids was about to have a baby 
or about to announce their pregnancy. And I said, you know, someone's pregnant. And they say, no, 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 no one's pregnant. Um, now, now what had happened there was um, that the son in question had also lost a daughter. His little girl, she had passed very suddenly at 10 months old. Um, anyway, so when I finished the reading, I said, you know, I think someone's going to get pregnant soon. And I even said the words, the stars are aligned, which I don't normally say, right? Um, and they all gasped in amazement and said, Dad used to say that all the time. Oh, my God. Well, I got an email when I finished that reading. It was from the wife of the, of the, of the, the son. And they were indeed pregnant, but because of their last, their last with their little girl that they just lost, they were holding off before they revealed the good news. But to say that she was absolutely thrilled that her father-in-law knew that they were having another baby and that the stars were aligned was incredible because these things happen to me all the time. I just forget a lot of the readings that I do. Um, another reading which I actually have on video was of a little girl who unfortunately died of meningitis. This was at a show in Cloundra. She came through so well. She was a twin. She told me she was a twin. Um, and I was really struggling with the name. She gave me the name Bailey and, she's, and the woman said, that's her brother. And I was okay. So the, the, that was a twin brother. So that was really good. So it was just one of those readings. Everything was bang, 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 amazing. And I was struggling with the name. And then the little girl says, oh, my name's Lily. She was eight. So, you know, that frustrated stage. <laughs> and I said, oh, I said, excuse me, her name is Lily. And it certainly was. And uh, that's exactly what mum needed. So I, hope, I, I, hope, I like to think that she may be healed, healed now or, or healing now. Well, healing, because you never, you know, it's hard to heal from losing a child. Um, now, there's one more I'll talk about, and her, that was the little lady that I caught up with in um, Coffs Harbour. Oh my God, she was amazing. Her name was Talia. She died in a terrible, terrible way. The worst way that anybody can die, um, in my opinion. Her life was taken, and terribly, in a way that a little girl's life should not be taken. Anyhow, so she came onto the stage with me in, in this place in Coffs Harbour and she's, I said, and how did you pass? And she said, I don't want to talk about that. I said, you don't? She said, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, I said, what's your name? She said, Talia. I said, Talia. She said, it's not Talia, it's Talia. And so I announced that to the room and the mother and the, mother and the grandfather in the room almost passed out. Now, I've worked with that lady since um, and Talia was very happy to tell me that mummy had gotten pregnant again and she, she had a new boyfriend and, and all of this came through in, these, in a subsequent reading that I did do for this lady. Of course I did not charge. But, you know, my heart will always be with the spirit children who strive so hard to get to their mummas. They really, really, really do. And, you know, in the past I've worked so one-on-one -on -one with a lot of mums and dads. I still do to this day. I just don't make, you know, I just don't go on about it all and I don't do it to everybody so I don't advertise it because it's not a thing I do to everybody. I just do it occasionally a spirit son or a spirit daughter will say, please, will you help my mum? And I do. Now, I was helping another mum recently. She was a, a lady who lived in India. Her name was Joy Eater. I love her name. And her daughter had an Indian name, um, Ajania, I never could pronounce that properly. 
Her daughter had passed in an accident. She was 10 years old. And when I first met Joy Eater, she was, um, it, was, it, was, it was an okay reading. She was still very full of grief. And I kept in contact with Joy Eater. I would, I would, I would, I tried to send her books, but she can't send books made in China to India. And I would email her regularly and um, just see how she's going. And in April last year, I contacted her and she told me that she was unwell, that her lungs were no good and that she was having problems with breathing. And I ended up doing a reading for her last August. I didn't charge her. And her daughter come through so much. That reading was so strong. It was amazing. Now I got an email yesterday morning, sorry, Friday morning, from her husband. Joy Eater passed away. And it really, 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 really upset me. She didn't suicide or anything. She just died. And I felt sad that I didn't get to say goodbye to her because I really liked her. Anyway. That's the pros and cons of being a medium, isn't it? So I cancelled my readings on Friday because of Joy Eater, but I told everybody I was sick. But either way, that's my mediumship Monday for today. And I'm sorry I got a bit emotional, but gosh, it's human shit. It just gets you, don't it? Bye-bye. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You're gone back now. <laughs>